A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I heard through the grapevine that you may have met someone whilst working at Harrods. Is this true? This is true. I did meet someone who later became my husband. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. I love yeah. that. Um, probably not the best way to go about and did things, you? Was it Mohammed Al-Fayed? It wasn't Al-Fayed. But <laughs> it was Chris. someone he reported into him, though. So I did go quite fairly senior. And were you still working on the shop floor? Is this what, when you'd moved into HR? This is when I'd moved into HR. But I'd, I, So I did a temporary stint in HR. And then I managed to land a permanent role in the home division. Right. So I went. So in the buying team, was that? It or? was. I, um, I worked alongside the buying team and the retail management team. Right. So, yeah. So I was a divisional coordinator. That's what it was called. Wow. And then. how old are you then? So I would have been 21. Wow. Oh. Young. 21 fresh. Look at wow. me. And obviously you worked in HR. So were there rules? Were there, was there guidance on having relationships with another member of staff? There definitely were. I, I can't remember if there was a policy, but there definitely was guidance. And I think... You, you ignored it. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> you were like, I've seen that. A goodbye. lot of people did. I mean, there, like I said, there were lots of married couples, lots of boyfriends and girlfriends, yeah. lots of hookups always, always. happening. How can yeah. you stop it? Like, we're in a building with like 5,000 people yeah. and some yeah. you know, stuff's going to happen. But um, I think the, the official line was that if you were in a relationship with someone from within the business, you did have to declare it to HR and then they would decide whether... It was a good fit yeah. for you to a stay bit like working at your uni, department. They had yeah. guidance on, you know, professors dating students. Wild. Oh, who's doing that these days? It's like I, I imagine at, me, at Cambridge, some crony old man. Ross from Friends. He went out with one of his students. Remember in one episode? Yes. Oh, true. Well, that was the nineties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thing was now. Yeah. Be like, no. So one of our uh, listeners who works in department store in Manchester reached out with this hilarious story, but he tells it far better than me. I don't know, I, I can't remember which department store, luxury department store. They have a well-being room. And one of his colleagues went to the well-being room for a nap before they started their shift. And then a girl from beauty came in. She, uh, you know, the person was asleep or half asleep. A girl from beauty came in. And then a security guard from the department store came in. 
and they started shagging in the in the staff well-being room well and the other member staff just played sleep just pretended to be asleep until it was over isn't that hilarious well it's all well-being for all of them (laughs) and then and then scurried off to report it to their manager i wouldn't have done that no i would never done that but yeah it all goes on i mean i remember in in one of my roles one of my colleagues hooking up he like literally just went on grinder and what's that what's grinder was that tim (laughs) and went and met someone in the canteen because it was literally 100 feet away wow behind behind the food bits oh my goodness (laughs) there's many a a restroom at harrods i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) so you met somebody yes i did a fateful christmas party wow talk to us where was the christmas party the christmas party it was actually the um so lots of departments would have their own Christmas party you'd arranged and go to a pub or restaurant or whatever. But there was a company-wide one. But there obviously you couldn't Dangerous. get everyone there. So you have to buy a ticket. And it was like 50, yeah, 50 pounds a ticket. Yeah, a ticket at Harvey Nicks too. So um, it was at the Grosvenor House Hotel. Okay, nice. Park Lane. Yeah. And um, it was my first, you know, I'm fresh out of university. I was drinking like snake bites not that long yeah. ago. And now I'm in, you know, this luxury hotel. And um being wined and dined. And, and that creates loyalty amongst the staff that they're treated to something that's quite special. Yeah. I think I those days have gone too. I mean, um, yeah, I don't remember the last time I wore anything black tie. Yeah. So. I want to wear that, yeah. So you were at this Christmas party and did anybody catch your Did you look lock or? eyes or was he reporting yeah. something to HR originally? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was. I, I think my eyes were too, but could barely open, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I definitely... It was more, I was pursued, let's say. I was definitely pursued. Quite nice to be pursued. It was, but it was equally frightening because then, you know, the next day I am having deep fear. That anxiety. Anxiety. The was worst. The worst. And also, you know, everyone in HR. Yeah. And everyone, and, you know, and he was fairly senior. And I'm like, well, this oh, is it. Lord. I've lost my job. I'm going to, I'm going to have to like go that was it and you're 21 i was 21 oh that is terrifying literally months after graduating and um so was there an element of regret after that night yes definitely but that was how i felt like most of my nights ended yeah i think everybody everyone's (laughs) nights uh end in regret at 21 don't they oh yeah yeah absolutely was there an age gap yes Oh, a significant age. Oh, significant. That's even worse when you work in retail because I feel like that's where people, you know, they love any detail like that. That's interesting. You know, it's gossip. People are going to talk, right? Yeah. And obviously, there's a power now. When we talk about in 2023, there's a power imbalance there. You totally. Know, a senior director and, and a 21 year old junior that's working in. At this point, are you in the home? I'm in the home division. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah and do you tell anyone about this or is it like you keep it to yourself Um, I did have like my little bestie at work who I obviously had to like divulge everything to yeah but I think also even if they're a bestie I think in department stores often people are so gossipy that you could tell someone in confidence and before you know it the entire floor know I imagine it was the probably the worst kept secret (laughs) but um I, but yeah I like I said I I imagined it was going to get shot down really quickly and I was going to get the boot but um, he continued to pursue me. Oh, this continued, this continued out after Grosvenor. This did continue for a while afterwards, and um, on the on the DL, 
on the download. Yeah, on the DL. So we no- nothing ever in the store. We'd always meet yes, like clandestine. It was quite exciting at the time. So what was, was the age gap, if you don't mind me asking? 21 years. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Silver Fox. Even better. I bet it was so exciting because you're like, <gasps> well, uh, you know, again, I'd, I'd had boyfriends and things but I've never been out with anyone that much older than yeah. me. And it was a totally different world. He was super charming. He took me to like fancy bars and restaurants. I was like, this is wild. Designer um, gifts? A few here and there, you know. But at 21 to and to be kind of introduced to that world, that yeah. world of oh, whining yeah. and dining and must've been really exhilarating. It was yeah, it was. I think that's yeah. why I went along with it, to be honest. Yeah. So Graduated from trips to the cinema to go into these nice restaurants. Totally. I mean, I remember he was like the first person I'd been with that ordered a glass of wine from the bar rather than like a, a pint. Yeah. A double vodka. Yeah. Quad <laughs> vodka. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it kind of, it, 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 I ran away with it. but um, And how long did that continue for? Well, I ended up marrying him. What? Yes. Yeah, she said this. You missed this. I did. I, I Well, I didn't. Yeah. How did I miss that? You married him. It escalated, Tim's all I can say. It it definitely escalated. At what age did you marry him? I didn't think it computed. <laughs> so yeah, you married at 20. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't marry him at that age. So we were having this clandestine affair at work for a couple of years. Um, Nobody knows. Or if they do if they know, do, they're not talking about it. Yeah, it's very under the radar. Um, but then it... It emerged that he this was not his first rodeo in having relations with uh, junior staff members. And did he he had a partner at the time when he, he did, met? Yeah, he did have a partner Ish. at the time as well. So it was very messy. Lord above. It was very messy. So then I kind of, I was growing up a little bit. I mean, look, I, you talking, I feel sorry for, for that. You, at that, that must be really stressful. Looking back, I, I do, I, I, I feel a bit sorry for myself. And I feel a bit silly that I was no, being naive. Oh, don't. no way. Your man, he orders a glass of wine. I'll be like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> and at that age, love is so intense, isn't it? Yeah. You know? I was really, you know, it, it, not infatuated, but I really kind of... You were caught up in I it. I was caught up in it and I, be, you know, I believed everything I was being told and that, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. So how long did you date until he popped the old question and which floor did he pop it on? <laughs> we dated. <laughs> the jewellery floor. <laughs> we dated for um, a couple of years, but then, you know, it just became like, it wasn't really going anywhere. We were just, it was he was still with someone else and oh yeah that does that, that, that was that a problem so so i actually ended things and said you know actually i, I just want to go and be a normal 23 24 year old and yeah. date people my own age mm-hmm. and things like that um so we ended things for about a year and i carried on working we didn't work closely together at this point i'd moved to, to a different role um but still in the business would you see them i would see him mm. i would see him around um and it would be quite uncomfortable but then I think situations in his own life changed and he sort of reached back out and I was in a vulnerable place. At this place. point, single? I was single as well. And he, he was, was single. single. Okay. So we kind of rekindled, rekindled. things. Um, and then at this point, I, th- I said, well, if we're going to... Con- if we're going to do this, like, let's do it for real. So yeah. You're going to, you're going to out the relationship. We were going to out it. But then I, I refer back to this HR policy oh, and I'm thinking, I don't really want to have to go into HR and, and Still. what and how much do you tell? Do you yeah. tell them about the historic or, exactly. or just, just, now, just, just And yeah. actually, I think, you know, on paper, 
it was it should never have worked. You know, he was in, much more senior than me. Um, it, and if anyone was going to go, it was going to be me. Of course. So oh, yeah. I took that opportunity and um, I left. I left the business so we could kind of continue things. Oh, that's wow. true love a, that, I feel. On a legitimate basis. Yeah, so you stepped back from her. So I stepped back, even though I loved it. I loved it there um, and moved completely into a different industry so at this point everyone in the kind of senior level knows about the relationship your colleagues i think so pretty much yeah, yeah i think no one was really surprised when it did eventually come out so i think was muhammad Alfred the best man at the wedding he was not there unfortunately <laughs> in this time we transitioned so if, uh, um muhammad had actually sold the store to the cattery um investment authority yeah. so there was some transition there happening anyway um so yeah, so I think I think he proposed this a couple is of nuts. years later when I was about This 25. is actually wild. 25. 25. That's oh my god, which is still quite young. And where are you working at this point? So I moved. I was work I I moved into the finance industry, so a total shift from retail and the magic of Harrods into mm -hmm. Yeah, finance. The magic of money. And yeah. we, talk, <laughs> we talk constantly on the podcast about how difficult it is. Like you are a rare example of someone that can move from being a sales advisor on the shop floor to head office, now into finance. What's the secret, Rhiannon? Yeah. We're all ears. Oh, I really don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just blagged it a lot of the time. <laughs> it's shagging the directors. <laughs> <laughs> Never done it since. Just want to just throw that in there. Well, That's how um, you didn't yeah, get the next job. If anyone's interested, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> um... I don't know. I I, remember, I I think you've just got to really put yourself out there and just go just go for it and so hopefully something will stick eventually. Yeah. yeah. And um I'm a bit of a geek so I like learning about I I do it I've done like lots of additional courses you love a geek. and investment yeah. management certificates and things wow. like that subsequently so I just want to prove that I'm interested. And did your husband continue working in retail? He did. Okay, he but did. had moved on from Harrods. He we so he eventually moved on from Harrods and then actually an opportunity came up um abroad for him to work for another big department store in the Middle East. So um we both took the plunge what? and moved to the Middle East. I can't this story just <laughs> keeps yeah, growing no. legs. You moved to the Middle East, where? Uh, Qatar. Wow. No yeah. way. That's a really rogue place And was he well. working for one of those huge uh, businesses that owns all of the licensed deals yes. for the luxury brands? So one of the big family companies. So who... Janet Jackson's ex-husband yeah. was one of the, owned one of the, his family owned one of those companies. That's right, yeah. In the Middle East. Owned. Janet was my neighbour at one point. Really? No, Tim. Not next door, but... <laughs> Tim, you're gonna die. I'm her super fan. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, we had our babies around the same time. What? Stop. Oh my god. But she I didn't join the mom's group. No. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that. So and what brands were they? So did you move back into retail when you no, went out there? No, I so I stayed out of retail um and I was kind of I had the corporate Monday to Friday nine to five bug by nice. this point. And you were earning were you coining it in? Were you earning is there any no tax? No tax. Cost? No tax, but no pension contributions. Oh, so that's God, something to factor talk to us in. About pension. Oh no. So, um, it's a dirty word in here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was good money, but it was, you know, it was expensive to live out there. And it was a risk, you know. I I yeah. actually left my job um in the city. And your family. Yeah. And your friends. And everyone. Yeah. And um to go and support, you know, my 
my or we had to get married actually yeah that's we had to rush a wedding through because in london we did a quick uh, registry office wedding in um in brighton actually oh nice, nice. yeah that was fun and did family come or was it literally no, like I shotgun kept it super quiet and funnily enough how the world works but my very good friend who i made at thornton's she was also offered a job in qatar around the same time Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. No. So this is what retails like. You do keep in touch we with do. people, don't you? So she was offered this role and she had a long-term boyfriend at the time. And so they were going to move to Qatar as well. So I was like, this is fantastic. I don't, I've never been to this country before, but at least I'm going to have some friends there. But they needed to get married too. So we had a double wedding. <gasps> So is this because you a double wedding? Yeah, just yeah. You, you just both went to Brighton. Yeah, I just my mind just blown by this whole <laughs> conversation. You had a wedding. double wedding in Brighton. Yeah, so we were each other's witnesses. We didn't tell anyone else. From each- Thornton's full circle. Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. Oh my god! So it was brilliant. So you had to be married in Qatar. You couldn't have a boyfriend. I think you as... can't live together. You can't unless... legally live okay. together. And also because I was going to be going, I didn't have a job to go to out there initially. So I was going to be going as a like under a spouse or visa. Right. Yeah. So it was important that we were married for that reason. So that and then I was able to find work once I'd um, got my residency and things. This is out there. bonkers. Yeah. And how long are you? How long were you together? So. We were together, so obviously we met at twenty. I when I was twenty-one, married, moved moved abroad, and then sadly separated when I was thirty-one. Oh, a long time so relationship. It was like a, a, a good old set. We obviously had that like break in between for a year or so. I met my first partner working in retail, and we were together for ten years. I was young. Yeah. I was eighteen. Did you, looking back, do you have any kind of regrets about missing those kind of moments in life of being young and kind of carefree and I do you know I think I was definitely too young and I and also I hadn't really like fully experienced university single either because I I had like a high school boyfriend all the the way through Yeah, yeah so I actually don't think I gave myself a chance to really do my own growing and it was it was honestly it was when I turned 30 that the trajectory I could see the trajectory of my life not thinking at this point he's 50 yeah 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 it becomes a bit less sexy not to be ageist (laughs) but but you're in the prime of your life and you're dating a 50 year old 
So, but living in Qatar with your friends from Thornton's. That's quite that's fun. That's so much fun. Well, well yeah, yeah. Do you know she actually turned the job down in the end? <gasps> oh, Devastated. Bitch. Oh, my God, not friends anymore. After Devastated. The, after, the, the after what we did the wedding. After the wedding and everything. I this know. is a wild She did come coaster. and visit. She came and visit. Good. Did she that feel nice. terrible? No, she did not feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was an interesting period of time. But yeah, I do look back and think, I wish I'd just... I wish I'd just not kind of allowed myself to get drawn in to mm. the charm of mm. an, an older man and things like that. Just, yeah. But anyway. And did you have any children? We did. We had one child. Okay. Like, yeah. Wow. A little boy. Um, and and I, was that, did you become pregnant when you were in Qatar? Or, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I had him out there. Like I said, no Janet way. and I were mum. No, you weren't mum buddies. I didn't, I never met her. <laughs> yeah. I just happened to know that she lived near So the him. whole kind of pregnancy happened in Qatar and. Yeah. Okay. Everything. So he's, yeah, he hasn't got a, he hasn't got a Qatari birth certificate mm. or passport. They, they don't give those out very easily. Okay. But um, yeah, he's got, he's got his, that on his, um, his place of birth is Doha. Oh my gosh. I did a layover there once. It's fantastic. It's the new airport. Oh, the airport's amazing. It? It's incredible. I had one of these huge teddy bear. What are those? Yeah, the, like, by the... Cause. The, is it cause? I can't remember. I don't know what it's called. But it like kind of looks like Elmo, but it's not Elmo. The, oh, it looks a, it looks like a bit like the... Um, it is an art installation. It looks a bit yeah. like Pugsy, the yeah, children need bear. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> really cool though. I, I mean, run I've through that no airport. i what you guys are talking about. Like the Doha airport. No. Not very well travelled, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those kind of Qatar, Dubai have never really appealed to me. I know people love them, but I don't like shopping. I don't like extreme heat oh, and wow. I hate shopping malls. So. That's not the place for you because yeah. there's pretty much nothing else to do. Yeah, I'm not going to have fun. <laughs> I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's, there's, there are more things now. Yeah, of course. I'd like to see the deserts though. Yeah, I'd love to see the yeah. culture, the history. Yeah, it was, I, I actually really enjoyed my, my time out there. But towards the end, I just didn't like my husband. So that's well, that'll do it. Yeah. So did the marriage collapse whilst you were there? It did, Oof. which was tricky. Which was and very what about tricky. the laws in Qatar around separation? Uh, very different. So the advice I was given was to kind of leave the country pretty much if to be born, but, um, oh, to wow. be more protected as a as a woman with a young child. And I actually wasn't working at the time either. And at this point, because the marriage is disintegrating surely you just wanted to be around your family and your friends i did however like i found actually my the friends i'd made in qatar became my family mm. um i don't know if it's the same for a lot of expats but because you don't have your family around you the, you put so much more in invest so much more into your friendships yeah and you foster relationships totally. friendships much quicker yeah and then that common commonality, that common experience. Definitely. And especially expats. after having a baby and um, I made so many um, mums, like mum friends out there, but they were more than just my mum friends. They're like my core best friends even now to this day. And um, I was really reluctant to leave them. So I actually did say to my husband, like, could we just separate? Could we just live separately? Stay married, obviously, because yeah, of yeah, the yeah. legalities of it, but um, just live separately. And he just said, no. So cancelled the visas and sent us packing, basically. Wow. Oh my gosh. All this from starting a part-time <laughs> job in Harrods. Who knew? After graduating. Yeah. God, there's a long road ahead of you, Tim. <laughs> I'm speechless. This is nuts. 
So now you're happily divorced. Very happily divorced, yeah. You have your son. I do. Who is how old? Seven now. Okay. Yeah, seven going on about 25. What an amazing gift to have come out of that wild experience. Yeah. I think all of it. I mean, as much as I probably would have changed some things, actually – the path it took me on and who I am now is probably probably down to a lot of that. Oh, yeah. For sure. So when you step into Harrods today in mm. 2023, are you triggered <laughs> at any point? Or? You know, it's, it's a mixture. Sometimes I am. And I also think that things would have been very different had, had I been 21 now. Yeah. Some of those things would never have flown. Mm. Like It just wouldn't happen oh, today. No. Post Me Too movement in 2023. I think even if a director had wanted to, I think that for people, there'd be that nagging feeling that this is not going to wash. No. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So I just think, and, and also I think I would have probably felt more empowered as a woman, like a young woman now to definitely push, to push back. Mm. Whereas yeah. there definitely was like a a culture at the time of, you know, men sort of ruled I don't know how to put it really. it's really important that you're sharing this experience yeah I'm sure there's so many people who had this who had felt- a similar experience and you know probably even still haven't been able to kind of verbalize what they went through well even like the sexualization of women just even through the uniform totally like you said heels lipstick if that's not who you are at a core level and you don't want to be sexualized that that to have it's like cabin crew isn't it yeah only recently i think did virgin airlines decide to do trousers yeah women can wear trousers and they don't have to wear makeup and they no longer have to wear heels but they're kind of usp was that this very kind of sexualized glamorous woman yeah. It's amazing that, well, it's about time that we've kind of moved beyond that. Definitely. And like I said, because, you know, you adapt to the, your surroundings and you be who the other people you're, you're around are. So I think had, yeah, had the times been different, a lot of things would have been different in my life. And and I think turning 30 and becoming a bit more self-assured and self-aware and um, just gave me a bit more confidence to kind of mm. not be led mm. any further down a path. And I think my final thing I'd like to ask before mm-hmm. I jump in, Tim, is what would your advice be to someone in retail now? Like, what would you say, like, if you could go back and you were young and you think even about, like, you going to head office or trying to get another job, what do you think are the positives of retail that you can, like, use in your CV or use in... As a person, I think, you know, like I said at the beginning, I've made so many amazing relationships and maintain those relationships having started in retail. And I think you do have to be a special sort of person to it's hard work. Very it, special. Yeah. It is. It is really hard work. It's physically exhausting. Yeah. But also you're having to, you know, provide a service with a smile constantly. You know, it does teach you a lot about people and um working with different people how to um adapt to different types of customers like luxury retail you're you know you're just you're encountering so many walks of life so i think you can take away that um your takeaway from retail is that you're you have to be incredible with people and i think this and it's such a good amazing transferable skill Mm. no matter what industry you're in um but what i would say is has helped me is 
on the side. I know when do you have the time, but your own self-development is really important. So whatever the company you're working for, whatever benefits they have that can offer you in terms of further training or, um, you know, funding for any other examinations or things like that, take it. Like, yeah. honestly, utilise anything that any of these companies are offering because it will just set you a bit further away from the competition. And it is it is a competition. Yeah, totally. I think there are still great retail management schemes out there. I yeah. think it's either Aldi or Lidl yeah. is one of the, the, you know, the leading That was really coveted, I remember, yeah. when graduating. Trainee programs. And they guarantee, like, a big salary, don't they? Yeah. Like a store management role. It's like, what, 80 grand, probably, a store manager, 80, 90 grand. Something like that. Yeah. So. so when, um, what's your, I'm interested to know, obviously you were there at Harrods um, what, whilst Mohammed Al-Fayed still owned it. And yeah. the store, I think, was incredible. Yeah. And then the Qatari backed, I don't know. Investment authority. Purchased it. Mm -hmm. There's a gulf now between the experience in store. What? How do you think it's changed? And do you think it's changed for the better or the worse? It's it's hard. I, 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 every, there has to be change. There has to be evolution, of course. I just think it's lost a little bit of its soul. Mm. That's how it feels. It feels a bit like, I know you've mentioned before, like Zara's, you know, that oh, you, can, yeah. uh, you can find the level of money, but they're everywhere. Whereas I feel like Harrods's U USP was that there was only one Harrods. And, and it, it was, was Harrods. And it was. But I feel like... It was that, unashamedly Harrods. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't mind giving up retail space and having a pet kingdom. It wasn't mm. the, the most money-making area of the business. But it made it an exciting, magical it, store. Exactly. It made it, you know, it's a destination. It's like you could go as a family and like, you, you know. I think the that's the thing. That. They understood the theatre. Yeah. Even the old, remember the Krispy Kreme yes. concession that had the giant conveyor belts yeah. in the food hall? That and was amazing. Like Krispy Kreme had just launched. In the UK, I remember. It was like something out of Willy Wonka, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like mind blowing to a kid. So cool. Um, but those, you know, those spaces have gone. Like, I mean, I think that that where that was in the food halls, that's now jewellery. Yeah, the food hall's not what it was, is it? No. And do you feel? I certainly feel when I go in there now that the super brands are ruling the roost. That oh, they're yeah. calling the shots. You know, Chanel, Louis Vuitton. They're they're the ones who, yeah, definitely have a lot of sway on what happens and they get given a lot of space, but that's because commercially it makes sense. And I, so I, I do, I get, I get that from a commercial perspective, but at the same time, when I say it's, that's when I say it's lost its soul. Like, yeah, that's what I mean by that. A sad day for retail, I think, yeah. to, you know, not day, the last 10 years, just to see the collapse of these iconic stores. I'm not saying Harris has collapsed. It hasn't, but I think that vision of what a department store should look like those days are gone i don't know maybe they'll come back but yeah re retail as a whole has just massively shifted anyway with the you know with online shopping becoming such a major thing and actually i where i used to love shopping and going out and spending a day in a department store i can't think of anything worse now i know it, it just feels like it's a tourist excursion it feels too busy it feels too pressured and it's not a pleasant I don't always find it to be a pleasant experience anymore 
maybe that's just because I'm a tired mum and that's, <laughs> no. I don't have a lot of time. No, I have that too. I mean, I've only been to these places a handful of times and thankfully so. They're exhausting, aren't they? <laughs> you leave and you think you need a nap. Yeah, yeah it's like coming out of an interview, you know, you need a lie, a lie down. Yeah, in a, in a dark room. <laughs> yeah, a stiff drink. Cool. That always helps. That's it. Thank you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.